Leslie。Hello, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about all those things like internet marketing, online business, blogging, traffic generation, social media, all that www stuff. I started this podcast to share what I've learned about internet marketing and what I'm still learning, and to interview other experts that can help us along in our blogging journey. I'm your host Leslie Samuel, the internet marketing teacher from LearningWithLeslie.com, and I'm excited to bring you another interview today. I'm on the line with Tim Conley, a marketing consultant who has been creating marketing strategies and systems for businesses for over 13 years. I know Tim from the popular podcast called Foolish Adventures. It's one of the first podcasts that I really got into. And one of the two or three podcasts that I can actually say that I've listened to every single episode, and I've been following the foolish journey since day one. I'm excited to have him on the call today, and today we're going to be talking about how he got to where he is and what it takes to be successful online. That's what we're going to talk about today. What's up, Tim? Oh, let me try that again. What's up, Tim? Yo, what's up, Leslie? <laughs> Not much. I'm just here having all these technical difficulties. It's fun stuff. All right. Well, you're trying to keep this thing all complicated. Well, you know, you got you you got to make it interesting. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on the call, doing the interview.、Uh, my audience knows this already, but this is the second time we're doing this because the first time I lost my hard drive. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this again. Hey, for you, Leslie. Anytime. Hey, I appreciate it, man. So we got a lot of talk, a lot to talk to talk about on this podcast. So the first thing I want to ask you: when you think about what you're doing right now in your business, your online business, whatever it is you're involved in, what is the best part of it all? Oh gosh, I, I just love seeing people succeed. And and I know that sounds kind of corny, but that's that's one of the things that kept me going in consulting was that you have to really enjoy other people's success, not just your own success.、Uh, you you don't as a consultant you don't become successful unless your clients are successful. Yeah. So that's something that I've that I've always enjoyed, like seeing seeing people's faces light up when they go, "Oh my God, this stuff actually works." <laughs> Oh man, that's that's such a rewarding experience. I know exactly what you what you're talking about, and I see what you're doing over there, and I know that you're helping a lot of people. So it's I can imagine it's a great feeling for you. So that's awesome.、Um, now, how did you get into marketing? Uh, well, the the long story is I've been marketing ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> you know, the the marketing and sales started、uh, when I was really young,、uh, but I didn't really get into like. Real marketing, like being a marketing consultant,、uh-huh. until after I failed in a business. Okay. Yeah, back in the early back in the early days of the dot com era, I decided with a, a, my best friend, he and I, we were going to create this dot com business based around international travel, and we got we built a business, but had no clue on how to actually get customers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so I failed at that business, and that's what that's what drove me to figure out this marketing thing. 
now was this an online business an offline business what was it well the the selling was going to be online okay. but everything else was going to be offline we were going uh, my buddy and i we loved traveling the world and so we were going to take people on these awesome tours the kind of tours that we did as backpackers but with just you know like like a step above being the the, the grungy backpacker that drops off of uh, you know some chicken bus in mexico uh-huh. you know uh, we're, we were actually going to take people to have a more authentic cultural experience. So I was going to take people to Sri Lanka and take them to all, all, you know, all the places that I thought were really awesome in Sri Lanka. And we had nine guides scattered around the world and they were also going to take people to these uh, different places. And, and we built a business, built the structure, built everything except for the way to drive customers through. We just thought, you know, hey, with this whole internet thing, everybody's succeeding online. Uh-huh. It doesn't, you don't even need customers. You just need a website. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, it sounds like an interesting, uh, interesting idea, something that people would be interested in. Um, did you guys actually end up doing any trips? No. <laughs> we- None whatsoever? <laughs> no, no, we, we couldn't. We, we couldn't even set up a single trip because we didn't have enough customers to to actually run a, a trip. So we had to, you know, cancel all the trips that we were going to run wow. uh, in our very first year. Man, that's interesting because, you know, a lot of people have these stories where they, they try to do something, whether it's online or offline, they're trying to build a business, they have this grand idea and it it just doesn't come together. So it's interesting to hear how that, you know, how, how that worked with you. Now, what kind of planning went into that business at the time? Or what kind of work did you do to bring it to the point where you felt, okay, now we can get people, hopefully, and go on these awesome trips and that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, there was lots of planning, but never really... Uh, the, the customer thing, that was, that was the part that if you've ever seen that joke where the, the gnomes who steal the underpants, uh, where they, they're, they have this, there's a uh, business plan of theirs. Step one is, you know, steal the underpants. <laughs> Ste- step two, big question mark. Step three, profit. <laughs> well, so, so we figured out what we were going to do and for step one, and we figured out that step three was going to be, we were going to be hugely successful. Yes, make money, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but step two was kind of fuzzy. We had a big question mark there. You know, we figured out how we were going to do uh, all the operational things. We figured out like all that, like how we were going to pay our guides, how we were going to uh, do our trips. Uh-huh. Like every single detail except for how are we going to get lots of customers? <laughs> that minor detail, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, we were <laughs> we, we didn't know better. We thought we were building a business. We, mm-hmm. we thought we were doing the right steps because if you looked at all these things about making a business plan, doing doing all the stuff they talk about, you've got to have all these things down. You've uh-huh. got to have these things figured out. And – and then when I, what I realized after that experience was the only thing you need to be in business is a customer. Gotcha. Without a customer, you don't have a business. I don't care how detailed every other aspect of your business is. Without customers, you don't exist. Gotcha. 
Now, what would you say? I'm, I'm guessing that's the, the thing that you would say, what you just said just now. But when you think back to that time, okay, before learning about internet marketing, before learning about marketing, which we're going to talk about, what did you get from that time that you were building that business? Were there any key lessons that you learned? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, key lessons would, would have been to start off smaller. Okay. Uh, but if you can remember back to that time, everything was just to be bigger and better. Oh, yes. If you were going to do anything online, it had to be gigantic. Okay. And that's what we did. We we started with gigantic and and it crushed itself on its own weight. What we should have done was my buddy and I should have just said, hey, you know what we should do? We should just try to find a dozen people who mm. will go with us to, say, Sri Lanka. Okay. Or, or Kenya or uh, Tanzania or someplace in the world and just say, okay, we're going to take them on a tour and have one successful tour. <laughs> that, that's what we should have done. We should have started there just to prove the model. Yeah. And, and since, since that time, that's kind of been my mantra is to prove the model. If you think you've got a business, well, test it out. See if you'll actually make any money. See if anyone will actually hand you cash. Gotcha. And you know what? That That's a process that it, it takes less work than everything else that you guys did because you, you have this huge vision and you're trying to put together this massive business. But if you tested it out, yes, it, it, well, I was going to say it would take longer, but uh, it never really uh, accomplished much but or anything at all. But if you start small, it takes less upfront, less planning. You can focus on a fewer individuals. You can focus on a certain aspect of your business and then grow from there. So that's you know that's a that's a, that's a good insight. I think that we all need to be reminded of that from time to time. Okay, so the business was a failure. We've we've established that you made oh, no man, money. That, that hurts when you say it. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> You're a failure, Tim. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So um, the business was a failure. Tim is not a failure, everyone. Um, and you you moved on from there. How did you move on? What did you do? What What was the next step? Well, like, like what you what you just said, the business was a failure, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it sure felt like it at the time, though. Gotcha. Uh, and and so that's a lesson that anyone listening needs to to really get into them, uh, ingrain into their brain is that. It, just because something that you try doesn't work out doesn't mean that your entire life, your complete future is wasted. Mm. You know, just that moment in time, you feel that way. But tomorrow, it's going to be completely different. Now, now, okay, before we move on to where you went from there, let's focus on that a little more. Because like you said, it didn't feel good at the time. How did you convince yourself at the time to continue so let's not talk about how you continued yet, but how did you convince yourself? Well, you know, it, it was tough. It was, it was like I, everything sucked, but uh-huh. then I realized there is just no way I'm, I'm quitting. I yeah. mean, th- this, this isn't going to be the end of me. You know, I, I knew I had success in me, uh-huh. you know, some, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and I, think that, I think that's a, an inherent human trait is that we have success built into us. We are built to be a successful, adaptive species. Uh-huh. You know, that's what we do. And as long as we don't quit. 
And uh, yeah, even as, as tough as times were, we, we moved out of our nice house and I had my wife and we had our little baby girl and we moved into this tiny, tiny be- mm. uh, two bedroom apartment. You could call it two bedrooms, but it was like two closets and and a living room. Mm. And that, that was, we, we moved into this tiny place to save a lot of money so I could keep trying, trying to uh, build this dream. And and you know it everything felt really bad at the time it felt really crappy actually uh, just to be you know honest yeah and and then i you know i just said okay i this isn't the end of me so what are what are the things that i i need to do i need to learn how to get customers that that was the thing that i realized it doesn't matter what you do in business if you can't get a customer then then you're you could never truly become successful awesome awesome okay so now let's move on what did you do? I got a job. <laughs> oh, no, no, not a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm the anti-job guy. <laughs> I, know. I know. I talk about that all the time. <laughs> uh, but what I did was I, I looked around. I was like, okay, I need to learn how to sell. So how am I going to do that? Okay. And, and I looked around and there was uh, – there was this training program for an insurance company and I was living in Portland at the time and they had this five-week training program on how to sell insurance. Okay. And I thought, you know, if I can learn how to sell insurance, <laughs> I can sell anything. anything. <laughs> and I did this five-week program, hated selling insurance, especially the way they were doing it. It was, it was essentially, here's a phone book, open it up and call these people and see if they want to buy insurance. Mm. It's like the dumbest way <laughs> of ever trying to sell anything. Uh, instead of trying to find people who are interested in what this insurance could solve, they weren't doing that. They were just saying, call all these people and see if you can get people to buy. I see. And and so I, after five weeks of this, I realized they don't have anything to teach me. They, all they can teach me is to sit down and learn how to make cold calls. Mm-hmm. And, and I hated making cold calls. Yeah. I, it was like, uh, it, I fought that every single day. So I quit doing that after the training program. And then I went over... Uh, another uh, company was advertising that they had a sales training program, and that was for a car dealership. Okay, but you know, before we move on to that, let's go back to that that five week training um, sales program. I've heard a number of entrepreneurs said that they did things that were similar, and in that, some of them found it was effective. Others found ways that they can, you know, h- how to speak to people. They learned different lessons and all that kind of stuff. Did you get anything from it whatsoever did you learn anything from it uh, that that it was immensely frustrating okay but I, I i hate i i truly hate numbers games and if you talk to salespeople, that's the first thing they say out of their mouth gotcha oh it's a numbers game like no it is not a numbers game it, it is a value game mm. If you can find the people who are looking for the value that you have to offer, then you're going to close a lot more sales than to just go trying to talk to every single human being on the planet. <laughs> that that approach will sell stuff. Yes. It's just not the – I don't think it's the most effective way to sell anything. Okay. You know, the, the yellow pages uh, – you know, the white pages is not the method for selling stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't dial and hope you get somebody who's interested in your product. You actually do marketing. You uh, sales is all about just closing the sale. 
But marketing is where you try to attract people who want what you have to offer. Gotcha. So you moved on from there and you went somewhere else. Go ahead. Yeah, because so I thought, okay, I didn't really learn anything other than how to do cold calls. Okay. And and I, and I realized I hate that. Not going to do that again. <laughs> and went over to a car dealership and started selling there. And I, I I stayed there for a month. And the reason I stayed only for a month was because I didn't not because I didn't like selling cars. I didn't like the the management of that company. Okay. They didn't care if if the product they were selling solved the problem of the person buying. All they cared about was getting that contract signed so that the person had to make those payments. I you see. know, they wanted to close a sale. They didn't care about providing value. They just wanted to close a sale. Gotcha. But I did well. You know, I out of out of the people that they had had in years, I was doing more sales in in like immediately than any than any of their trainees that they had had before. I, I was at making like a thousand dollars a week. Now, why why do you think you were doing better than the others? Uh, hustle and a plan. Okay. You know, everyone else there was just wanting to, you know, sell some cars. They just want to make some money. Me, I needed to learn how to sell. So I was, I was studying how to sell. I, when I, I would be studying, oh gosh, uh, uh, Tom Hopkins training program on uh -huh. selling and, and Zig Ziglar. And, and I was doing that at night. And mm. then I was spending like 12 hours a day at the dealership, uh, trying to sell cars to people who were walking onto the lot. And, and so those two things, a hu hustle and having a plan. Otherwise, I would have just been standing around just like everybody else. Okay. Now, this sounds pretty intense. Uh, and I've listened to a lot of your stuff, and I, 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 I kind of understand your mentality, and it seems like you're, you're, you're more of a laid-back guy than the amount of time you were spending on that business at the time. Am I seeing something wrong there? No, no. I, I have always been a laid-back kind of guy. Okay. How, how but, does a laid-back guy hustle that much, study that much, after going to work all day and all that stuff? Well, because I wanted to succeed. Mm. I, I wanted to succeed in business. Okay. And, and that was more important to me than sitting around chilling out. Gotcha. Right, because uh, I knew that if I could figure out the skills, I was what I was doing is I was compressing the learning process that the average person goes through. Mm. So, like the average person at, at at say a car dealership or an insurance company, they would learn how to sell over the course of maybe a year, a couple of years. After a couple of years, they'd be good at it. Yeah. Not me, you know, I was going to condense it all into as short amount of time as I possibly could. Because mm. uh, I'm, uh, like I said, that my mantra became prove the model. Mm -hmm. Okay. I knew people could make money at se uh, selling cars, but could they make money quickly? Could you, could you do it really fast? Uh, could you take the things that these guys who are doing very well? Because I, and I talked to every single car salesman there. Mm. And I found the ones that were doing really well, those guys, they enjoyed what they were doing and they had a plan for how they were doing it. The, the guys that were miserable, all they were trying to do was make a paycheck. 
And I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. I wanted because I knew that I car sales was only a temporary thing for me. Yeah. What I was going to do is I was going to build a business and I needed to have the skills that I could learn in an environment where the people don't want you walking up to them on the car lot. <laughs> You know, yeah. they, they, they want a car, but they don't want to talk to a car salesman. And so that kind of, that conflicting environment, I knew that if I could sell in that kind of environment, a face to face with someone, then I would have the skills that I could, you know, I could translate those to any other business. You know, it's very interesting because I also consider myself a laid back kind of guy, but I know that in order to accomplish the goals that I have, I've got to hustle. You gotta sit sit down and 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 learn the things that's gonna help you to be successful. And it's all about putting in the time up front so that you can be laid back later on. At least that's that's kind of the way I like to look at it. So it's it, it's it's good to know that we're on the same page where that's concerned. Yeah. Well, when you have the skills and you have a system in place, yeah. Then then you can be a little more laid back. Exactly. But un- until you build those things. You, you can't because it, it's like spinning it's like spinning plates uh, uh, like those guys who put the plates on a pole yeah. and they get them spinning and and if you stop then they start falling well that's that's the beginning stages uh, of business uh-huh. where you're learning how to run all those different plates but then eventually you start building systems and you get one person who spins this plate and you get a person here who spins that plate maybe you get some software that spins these other plates over here there you go and and now you have systems in place and you're not the guy running back and forth spinning all those plates going nuts <laughs> thinking oh my gosh if i if i stop i'm going to drop all these plates and i'm going to be a failure yeah but the plates are still spinning. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so let's transition. Everything I've heard so far is all, all well, a lot of what I heard so far is offline. How did you get into internet marketing specifically? Well, specifically, I've always been kind of a nerd. Okay. Um, in in high actually in junior high, I started playing with my Commodore sixty four. There you go. And <laughs> Welcome to the nerd the nerd club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I always wanted to be one of the cool kids, but I just never had it in me. <laughs> <laughs> so so I I looked looked at that. You know, started playing with learning how to. Uh, code and basic, but I, I realized even at a young age that I wasn't a coder. I didn't have that in me, and I, I was an artist. I liked to draw, and and so I transitioned away from computers in in high school, other than to play with them a little bit with like CompuServe and uh, there. I can't remember a couple of the others that existed at the time that uh-huh. were that allowed you to access what was then the internet, and. And I'd play around with that for a little bit, but it was super expensive because yeah. of long distance calls and craziness. And But I was an artist. So when along came Mosaic, which was the first graphical interface, it was the first browser that allowed you to connect with the internet in a graphical way. When that came out, that was huge for me because I was like, you know, I can I can start doing what I do, because I love making things, uh-huh. I, I like to design real things. But here's a way that I can design something that marries all my varied interests from business to design to computers to, to the whole to the whole package was right there in front of me. Uh-huh. And and that's what got me interested in it. So I started learning how to write in uh, HTML 
and making my first web pages, mm -hmm. which were horrible, <laughs> uh, like really bad. Horrible today. Oh, no, like even then they were bad. <laughs> they were bad. Oh, they were bad. Uh -huh. Essentially uh, a colored background with colored text Ooh, on it. Ooh, okay, yeah, horrible, yeah, horrible. Th that kind of bad. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that was my start though. Uh -huh. But I, I that, that's where I got started, and then I started doing that. The dot com thing just kicked off like immediately after. Like uh -huh. Netscape, Netscape came along, and and it, everything just like jumped really fast. And that and I said, my buddy and I were like, you know, we're we're going to get in on this. We're going to take all of our passions and we're going to put it into an online business. And that's what we did. We tried to do that. Advent, uh, tourism company and and that got me into the online stuff okay and then when it comes to consulting i know you've done a lot of consulting you've been doing that for a while how did you get into that well i was living in portland oregon at the time and i was networking with lots of people mm -hmm. when when i was trying to build my build my business and the whole dot com things go and so like everybody's into this and so i am hanging out with people who are creating software companies that are a part of all these different startups i'm hanging out with lots of people and then my business goes under mm. uh, mine wasn't the first but you know lots of others were going under and i was still trying to get mine going and so people started asking me, like, could you come and tell our company how you sucked and <laughs> so that we so that we don't do that. So that we cannot suck. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and and that that was the that was the start of my consulting. Uh-huh. Wow. And and, and so at, at that at that time, I, I'm I'm doing lots of stuff. After my company goes under, like I said, I got jobs, I'm studying sales and I'm studying marketing, especially direct response marketing, the offline stuff. Uh -huh. And just, just so I could learn all the skills necessary into getting customers. And so I knew more than these software companies did mm. and these uh, web design companies. I knew more about marketing than they did because here I am cramming years worth of knowledge and experience into just a handful of months. Mm. I'm I'm just packing it all in. And so when I'm talking when I'm talking to them, they're like, "Man, you know, how do you know this stuff?" And I'm like, "Oh, cuz I'm awesome." And <laughs> and and so they're they're asking like what not to do, but but I knew that that's a one trick pony. Uh -huh. uh, as soon as the the economy turns around for the dot coms, uh, then they're not going to want the how not to do something. They're going to want to know how to do something. Uh, yeah. And so I became like the one eyed king, the one eyed man in the in the land of the blind. You know, as king, I became that guy mm -hmm. because I knew more about direct response marketing and how to get a customer online than they did. Yeah. And, and like I said, I didn't know anything, but I knew, you know, I, I at the time, right. Yeah. I didn't know what I didn't know, but I knew more than they did. Yeah. And, and that got me, that got me initially started and I would only do like small things. I didn't, I didn't do anything big with these companies because I didn't know anything big. Okay. I, I, I did what I could practice on. Okay. And you, you know, we're going to talk about mindset. Um, and this is something that I want to really emphasize because I think this is part of mindset. You knew what you didn't know 
and you wanted to learn the things that you didn't know. You wanted to learn how to market. From your first experience, you, you realized that you didn't even know how to get a customer. You wanted to learn how to do that. So you put yourself in a place to learn that. You studied. And I'm hearing that over and over again. You studied. You read books. You went through training and all that kind of stuff. And one thing I like to emphasize is that it's very important to, to invest in your own training invest in your own learning so that you can know learn how to do the things that you don't know how to do and once you're learning those things the next step then is taking action so it's it's awesome to see how that kind of played out in your life can i nuance that a little bit yeah go ahead uh, i didn't want to learn how to sell uh-huh i wanted to get a customer okay okay and and that's just you know it's a slight shift in yeah. words you know playing semantics here but I think it's very important because uh-huh. I see too many people who are buying lots and lots of info products. Yes. You know, they're like how, uh, how to make a million dollars on Facebook in three minutes and <laughs> and all, all these crazy things that you know just really can't be true, but you hand over your cash anyways. And sometimes that's as much as a couple of grand Yeah. or, or even more. I've seen people spending five grand on something and – all for the hope of you know becoming wealthy in a short amount yeah, of time. Yeah, and that's because they they're using event thinking as opposed to process thinking. Because mm. uh, success comes from the process of getting there, and uh, event thinking is like, oh, if I could just win the lottery, I'm going to be happy. Yeah, it, it, that's not how that's not how it works. So if you're saying I want to learn how to do something, but that's not really what I wanted. I wanted to be able to get customers. Yeah. And and so the learning was just was just the necessary process to get to the to customers. To get to the customers. Awesome. One more thing I want to talk about before we get into the mindset aspect of the of, of the interview. Foolish adventures. We got to talk a little bit about that. How did that come across? And no, first, what is foolish adventures? Okay, foolish adventure is a a podcast, uh, not uh, maybe a blog. I, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, it's a way to teach people how to make a living online that don't buy into the, I can get rich from some little gimmick, uh, kind of concept that exists out in the internet marketing world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm immensely against that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, it doesn't work. It ends up taking a lot of money from people that will never get any value out of it. Uh, Foolish Adventure was designed specifically to show people a process of actually making money online. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let, let's change that. Building a, building business, a business online. Uh-huh. Not making money online, but building a business online. And from that, uh, my ex-partner and I, when we first started this, we we said, you know, we're going to teach what we know uh-huh. uh, for free, just going to put it out there, and hopefully people can take that information and build a business from it. Yeah. Now, you, you, you made a distinction there, and I just want you to define what you mean by that. Because first you said make money online, and then you said build a business. What's the difference? A lot. Um, I, I think a lot of it's in mentality. Okay. It, like the uh, the mental focus. If if all you want to do is make a few bucks online, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may make a few bucks online, 
but you'll never have a process. You'll never have a system that will continue to generate money for you, mm-hmm. which is what a business is. Yeah. A business is a conglomeration of systems that provide value to a prospect, a customer, and that customer hands that that business cash. Uh, all, all, everything else that needs to happen inside of a business all comes down to that transaction. And you need to build that. If all you want to do is make money online, then you're always going to be chasing the next the the next lottery that someone else is offering the the how to make money with Twitter or how to make money on Facebook or how to make money in uh, CPC networks. You know, you're always going to be chasing the next shiny object. Awesome. Now, I I just want to plug. You don't have to plug, but I'm a plug. Because I love Foolish Adventure. Guys, if you listen to my podcast, you enjoy my podcast, you like what I talk about and what my guests talk about, you want to go and check out Foolish Adventure. Go to FoolishAdventure.com. It's an awesome podcast, awesome stuff over there. I, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. When you guys launched it, I thought to myself, ah, what are these guys doing? I, I don't know that I'm going to learn anything from this podcast. I never really got into podcasts, so I didn't really know too much about it. But I didn't think I'd learn a lot from the podcast. And I was proven wrong so many times. I've gotten so much value from it. Some of the value that I've gotten from it, I share on this podcast. So <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to this and you enjoy this podcast, head on over to Foolish Adventure. Subscribe in iTunes. Subscribe in whatever way you feel like subscribing. But you got to get over there and you got to check it out. Well, thanks for the plug. Thanks for the not plug. A problem, like not a problem. Now, let's talk about mindset. Because I think... It, well, just as an introduction, this month, January, on my podcast, what I'm focusing on is mindset. I'm going to be talking on, about mindset. My guests are going to be talking about the kind of mindsets that it, that it takes to succeed. And I want to kind of get your opinion on this, your insight when it comes to what it takes to be successful online. I'm not talking just about what you have to do. I'm talking about what frame of mind do you have to be in. So go. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go. go. Uh, t- take this giant topic and condense <laughs> that down. Uh, and you say can something do it. I, be- I, be- I, be- I believe you can do it. <laughs> okay. I hinted at it with the whole process versus event thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, this, this is very key to your success. Uh, event thinking will lead to your failure. Uh-huh. Process thinking will uh, lead to your eventual success. And and I do mean eventual. Uh-huh. You know, you're not, it's not something that's going to come about tomorrow. Uh, you may have some early wins, but that's not going to be success. You'll hear about people, oh, yeah, I made $10,000 in my very first month. Mm-hmm. But you never hear from these people again yeah. because they didn't ever have a business in place. And that's because they were focused on the event. They never built a real system to run these ideas through and provide value to a market. And so I think your first mental shift is going to have to be, well, what's the process mm. of getting value to a marketplace? That, that's your first mental uh, aspect. Then the other one, and I think is the, really going to be the key, is perseverance. Okay. You have to have the mindset that you're going to persevere through uh, tough times. You know, tough times are going to happen. 
And, and also you're going to have to per, uh, persevere through the learning process, uh, learning things that make you very uncomfortable. Th- uh, things like, you know, selling face to face with someone. It, it was very uncomfortable for me. The one thing I really hated was the cold calling. Yeah. And, but I did it. And, you know, I, I sat down and I made hundreds of calls every day. Uh-huh. I did it. It was uncomfortable for me, but I knew I needed to learn something. A successful, these successful people who are making hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands a year selling insurance knew more than I did. Yeah. So if they said cold call, I was going to cold call, and I did. So those those are two major things: perseverance and process thinking. Okay, process versus event. Event is where yes, you can make fifty dollars right now processes where let's set up the processes that we need to set up so that we can have a business that can sustain itself, a business that can survive and grow and even thrive. It's going to take perseverance, but it's worth it in the end. I want to define the event a little more. Go ahead. The event is I want to make $100,000 a year online. Okay. That's the event. If people are thinking that that's that's what they're going to have, like they're going to do something, and then after they've done that thing, they're going to have a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's event thinking. Okay. A process thinking goes. Okay, my goal is I want to be able to make a hundred thousand dollars a year by providing a lot of value within this particular marketplace, and I'm going to create the systems necessary to do it. Gotcha. A big difference between the two. Yes. Right. <laughs> One is just like, oh, I hope I hope money falls from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be nice too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And except for you got to pick it up. Right? Uh, I don't. I don't yeah. mind. Hey, if a hundred thousand dollars fall is falling from the sky, I do not mind going down and picking that up. <laughs> I would rather it just show up in my bank account. <laughs> Well, that'd be even better. So, but but you know what? We, we, we deal with what we have. You're right. All right. So process versus event thinking, perseverance, very important. Sticking with it through the hard times, through the tough times, because the tough times will come. Anything else? Oh, there's there's so much more. And you know, I, I don't want to, this just to become a complete dissertation on yeah, yeah. all the things that you have to do because it may feel overwhelming to the person who's listening. Because if you real, if you truly understand what you're getting yourself into, you'll keep a job. <laughs> you know, it, it, truly, if you understood all the things that you were going to have to put up with, the the loneliness of being an entrepreneur, because uh-huh. no one else in your life is going to understand, understand. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the idea that when something goes wrong, you can't just say, "Ah, I'll deal with that tomorrow." Yeah. You know, I'll come into work and I'll fix that tomorrow. Yeah. Or if it if it doesn't, if I don't ever get around to it, well, oh well, you know, it's the company's problem. Well, when it's your business, all the company's problems are your problems. Yeah. And there's there's so many things you're gonna get get into. Like you you need to learn about finances, you need to learn about taxes, you need to learn about government compliance, you need to I mean, the list is endless. Yeah. And it's it's never ending and guess what? No one will thank you other than your customers, uh-huh. which is the only people that matter, exactly. but the rest of the world will not thank you 
and in some respects will demonize you for being a business person. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I I'll give a perfect example of that. My hard drive crashed a few weeks. Well, no, a week ago. Right before New Year's. And I, I remember talking with my wife before it crashed and we were planning on going out for New Year's Eve um, to hang out with some friends. And they had a, a bunch of games that we were going to do at the church and all that kind of stuff. But my hard drive crashed and I had a launch for New Year's Day. So what <laughs> I ended up doing was what? Staying at home New Year's Eve while everyone is out celebrating because I wanted to continue building my business and for me, that's a priority at this at this point in time. That doesn't mean you know I don't do anything at all. But it was a sacrifice that I needed to make, given the circumstances, because I needed to get something done for the next day. Something that plays a significant role in my business. And those are some of the decisions that we have to make sometimes. Right, right. You have to do that, and a lot of people around you are not going to understand. And they're going to be like, "Oh, can't you just do that tomorrow?" Yeah. Can't you give that to someone else? Yeah. Like, no, it's me. I'm, I'm the, you know, the buck stops here. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it's hard work up front. Um, but if you're doing it the right way and you're building the systems, then it, it gets easier. That's what I found. It gets much easier as time goes on. And I just love that aspect about it. Yes, you work hard. But it's not always, especially when you're doing an online business these days, you can set up these systems to take care of things. And over time, it just gets much easier. And that's that's kind of what I love about it. Um, I, 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 I would say that it doesn't actually get easier. Uh -huh. It's that you get stronger. They, oh. Because just like an athlete. When you when you first start, uh, or even just trying to get in shape, say okay. you've been a couch potato for a while, and you decide, you know, this is a year that I'm getting back in shape, and you start exercising, man, it it sucks. It's hard. It's difficult. You're sweating. You're breathing really hard, and all you did was put on your shoes. <laughs> and, and, and those were some heavy shoes, man. <laughs> I know some big shoes. I got big feet, but you know, you're 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 struggling in the beginning and that's that's just like business i mean you you start doing this oh how do i make a website how yeah. do i do this how do i do that and you're struggling all the time and you're like man this thing took me hours to do uh, just just to get a website a, a single web page up it took me hours yeah and but then then time goes on and you're able to do that web page in minutes and and it's just like going to the gym you keep going you get you get fit you get strong and you're able to lift heavier, heavier weights. And, and you, you're not breathing heavy when you, when you uh, jog, you know, you're, you, you have gotten stronger. The jogging is still the same. The, the, the lifting, you know, 50, lifting 50 pounds is still 50, still pounds. 50 pounds. And it's still heavy to somebody else. Yes. But so I don't think it gets easier. I just think you get stronger. You know, I love that way of looking at it. And that's not how I've been looking at it. And that's a, that's a very interesting point. And it's true because a lot of the things that I do today easily, a year ago, it was not easy. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know, pulling out your hair. And... Exactly. But you do it a few times and you get used to it. Uh, think about the very earliest times of when you were getting into internet marketing. Do I have to? <laughs> yeah. What What would have happened if all your hard drives oh, crashed man. at that time? 
would would you have gone out that night uh, for New Year's, or or would you have stayed and struggled through trying to do that? Hmm. At the time, I would have stayed and struggled through, but it would have been much more of a struggle. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and for me, I probably would have gone out. Uh -huh. I would have just been like, you know, I, I've just gotten started. I don't have anyone depending on me tomorrow. No, I don't have yeah, any yeah. customers yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this. You know, I was going to launch, but you know, no one's even paying attention because I'm just getting started. True. I'll, I'll go ahead and go out with my friends. True. That, that would have, that was me in the early days, the very early days. I would have done that. But but then over time, after I got stronger, uh -huh. and now if a hard drive crashes, well, I got ways of getting that taken care of. Exactly. I've got backups elsewhere. I've got all these different things going on that that kind of take some of the 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 weight off of me. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Last thing we're gonna end on. Someone is listening to this right now, and. Let, they've been in it for a little while, and they've been struggling. They've been having a hard time, and even considering giving up. But they have something in their mind saying, you know what? Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. What would you say to that person? Change your maybe to I can do this. Mm. Uh, what, you're, what you think is very critical to what you do. Mm-hmm. If you are thinking, I can't do it, you're definitely not going to be able to do it. If you think, maybe I can do it, you probably won't do it. Uh, you know, the universe is not a, bene a benevolent place. It just is. And if you are not going and working very hard the opposite direction of what the universe is pushing on you, then you're going to fail. So may maybes seldom ever succeed. Okay. So you have to change your thinking to, I am going to succeed. And I would say the best way to do that is to surround yourself with people who also think you can succeed. You know what? We're just going to end it there. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end because really it's all about mindset and telling yourself that you can do it. Not just telling yourself that you can do it, but knowing that you can do it and then going out and doing it. That's really what it's all about. Tim, thank you so much for joining me on the call today. Uh, thanks a lot, Leslie. Not a problem. Hey, guys, I want to once again remind you, foolishadventure.com. Head on over there, subscribe to the podcast, check out what's going over there because you will love it. A lot of great free information over there to help you learn about building your business, building your online business. So definitely check it out. I also want to remind you that this program this episode is brought to you by my seven-day boot camp teaching you how to start an online business from scratch from setting up the website from doing the research setting up the website driving traffic putting content on there delivering value all that good stuff oh yeah and making money too getting customers <laughs> so check it out i hope you enjoy it just recently we launched but i think that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening Leave me your feedback. Leave me your comments. I want to hear what you have to say. But for now, until next time, take care and God bless.